Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. What's happening, everybody? I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Account for Your Life podcast. Today, here's what we're talking about. Life's hardships have blocked yours and mine. It's blocked our abundance. And we're going to just kind of talk about how life kind of jumps in to, to establish some things and to also help us to see, you know, what we need to pay attention to. So let's let's take a quick look back at what is abundance. What is that? Abundance is having more than you need. And one of one of the biggest challenges that many of us have when it comes to abundance is thinking from a place of need and not from a place of abundance. Abundance never puts a limit on anything. It's like, oh, if you look, well, how many fish are in it? How many fish are in the sea? I don't know, but there's a lot. There's an abundance of fish in the sea. There's enough fish, right? If you know, to go around. Like there's enough people to go around. There's enough of, you know, natural resources. There's no end to how much air is in that we can breathe. There's no end. Like, like the air is here. It's in abundance. God did not place places here so that we would lack of anything. Okay. This is what he said. What did he say in the beginning? He says, you can, you will freely eat. You will, you will be able to do whatever it is you can do. He just took one thing from us. All right. Let's look at these hardships. So we only have hardships now because of the early days, the early days of the Adam and the Eves. And, you know, so now we have hardships. So now it's kind of like, well, because lack was introduced at the tree, because Eve chose to eat of the one thing that she should not eat, and then Adam ate of it. What they said is that we'd much rather have one thing over everything. Right. So they much rather had one thing over everything. And because they took one thing over everything, then they they started the perpetual cycle of lack. Right there at the garden, they started lack. And so by them starting lack, typically, so, you know, we talked about this this week. We talked about how a lot of times, oh, well, you know, well, I don't need that kind of car or that it doesn't seem like that's in it for me because we're going from what we need when we can just go from the fact that, hey, there's an endless supply. There's no, there's no end to the things that you could, you could have. That's why when it says be fruitful, multiply, subdue, replenish, have dominion, it means have all the stuff, man. So, so here are the hardships. What are some of the hardships that we face when it comes to our life? Okay, you can wake up this morning and all of a sudden, you know, you didn't have any pain yesterday, but all of a sudden you're in excruciating pain. You're like, what happened? Or oh, you woke up today and you're not feeling well. You woke up, you know, you went to the doctor and you found out, oh my goodness, I've been given this kind of, they they told me I got this illness. I've got this thing, you know, oh my goodness, man, I got these, I got this situation where my, all of a sudden I got to pay something. I don't have the money for it. And, and think about all the hardships that we've experienced 
you know, man, I thought this client was coming in and then they didn't come in and I, and I was hoping for this and I was hoping for that. And all of a sudden we just keep getting these hardships, these hardships that are that are questioning our beliefs. It's questioning what you think, right? It's questioning whether or not, okay, is Jay worthy of that? You know, are you worthy? What hardships, what hardships have you faced this week? Think about it. Hardships. But did you know a lot of the hardships are self-inflicted? Oh, you may not believe that. Let's see if I can help you to help you to understand it. Hardships are self-inflicted. Hardships are self-inflicted based on our intention. Repeat that word to yourself. Intention. I can't see you, so I don't know who's here. Intention. What is intention? In intention is what. Like, let's look at the definition of intention. What is intention? I, I want to intention. I want to read that. Intention in the definition, Google says this. It says a thing intended, an aim or plan. So if you have an aim for something, all right, you're aiming for something, right? Let's let's think about what you what you're aiming for. You got this business, right? You got you you got this business. You want to be a millionaire. You want to make millions of dollars but you're thinking like a 20,000 air. What does that mean? A 20,000 air, basically maybe you had a job of 50,000 air. Maybe you had a job, he's making 50,000 a year and, 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 and you made decisions based on that. But then a million dollar business or, or a $10 million opportunity requires different decisions. They're totally different. So if they're totally different, then it's like, well, wait a second. Hmm. I can't think like that anymore. So intention is the aim. So when you aim at something, you cannot deviate. But what happens is you start aiming at something, and this is and this is directly from the Bible. So in the Bible, in the Bible, if you go to Genesis 1, and it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. All right, intention. He had an intention to do something. All of a sudden, a hardship showed up. All of a sudden, something crazy happened. What happened? Now the earth was without form and void. Wait a second. It just said he created the heavens and the earth. So that means he showed up. He had an intention. And then next thing you know, it was like, it's like darkness upon the face of the deep, chaos everywhere. Hmm, even God has hardships. Even God had a problem. So do you think God cared that there was disruption happening? He had an intention to do something. What was it? Well, his intention was to create the heavens and the earth, but it was bigger than the heavens and earth. What? It was bigger than the heavens and the earth? Jay, how do you know that? All right. What happened on day six? <laughs> day six, he had some kids. What? God birthed his own children. Think about it. When you decided that, well, you may not decide, but when you realize if, you know, if you're a woman, you had a, you got pregnant, you got pregnant, if you're a man, your wife got pregnant, hopefully, or your girlfriend got pregnant, whatever, right? However it worked. All of a sudden, it's like, well, we, well, we got to go pick out the room. Uh, man, we're going to have to go build a new house. Uh, hey, we're going to have to go get some car seats and hey, we're going to get some diapers, man. We got to go paint the room. Oh, what's the thing we're going to have? You start creating a world for your child. So the hardship comes right at the beginning. Most of us don't believe this because what happens is 
We have an intention to do something. We have a we have something. Sometimes it's not even to do anything, but it's to have something. And and because we want to have something, then all of us, it's like we want to have this thing, and then <clears throat> something happens. Like, well, wait a second, that's but that's not a part of it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, you oh, you said you want to 30x your business this year. Oh, <laughs> Do something. Ignore it. See, in the life that God has created us to have, in the person that God has created us to be, the things that God created us to do all boils down to us understanding one principle. Here's the principle. When you set your intentions, it's, it's natural order for there to be a hardship. It's natural order for there to be a disruption right at the beginning. And even if it didn't come right at the beginning, it's coming. See, a lot of times we, we, we're going to want to say something like this. So I'm sure you heard this. Anybody heard, ever heard this? The devil is a lie. What? The devil's a lie? It ain't the, it ain't the devil's problem. It ain't, the, it ain't the devil's problem that, that you decided to have an intention. So because the devil, you know, the devil heard it. And so God's like, well, test all that stuff. They said they're going to do it just like God. God had to do the same thing. And if and if God did, the, if God had to go through the same process, you think he's not going to let you go through the same process to get all of what you said you would like to have? Then that means that he he's like, well, the process is going to work for everybody who goes through this. Think about this. You get a hardship. And it's it's just there as, as, as a way of understanding. All right. So in Proverbs, I was reading this morning, Proverbs 15, and it's interesting. Some of the things that Solomon says, he says, without counsel, purposes are dip, disappointed. Oh, no. Without Proverbs 15, 22, without counsel, purposes are disappointed. But in the multitude of counselors, they are established. So you went forward. You had some hardships, but you had nobody to talk to that could really help you. Why would you go on a trip and not know how to get there? Or why would you go and not be able to call somebody who knows how to get there? Right. You got to have people in your life. You have to have people in your life that can actually help you to get to where it is that you're going. That's why it says without counsel, purposes are disappointed. So you think about it. He's saying you could have the greatest intentions. You could have purpose in your life. You could know the purpose for which God created you. But if you don't have counsel, man, I've spent a lot of money on counselors. What? You got to spend money on counselors? Well, coming from church, most people don't want to spend money on anything. So this is foreign. <laughs> if you come from the church, this is foreign. And most of the time, yeah, most people in the church, they ain't spending no money on no counselors. It's kind of like, why Why would I pay the pastor to counsel me? You got to get that for free when technically you shouldn't get you. That shouldn't even be free because the pastor ain't got no time to be counseling, counseling us. You should pay him. He already getting less money than he need to be getting. So we should be paying. The well, hopefully he got some wisdom, but you need counselors. You got to pay for that. And sometimes it costs a lot of money. See, here's the thing. When people don't actually pay for things, they don't value them. 
right? So let's think about this because I'm not going to keep you much longer. Life's hardships have blocked your abundance. Abundance is, man, it's that, it's just that, just having so much more. Just imagine as much clothes as you want, right? You like clothes, um, you know, as much money as you would like. Yeah, you like money. You know, as many houses as you would like or cars, right? As, as many of anything. What else would you like to have more of? No limit. You don't have to get it all. But the fact that it's available, the fact that you could if you just wanted it. Life's hardships block your abundance. So how do you now, how do you now un get, get unstuck, get unblocked, keep moving towards? Ah, first thing is counselors. That's the first thing. You want to make sure that you have people in your life that have wisdom. It says, but in a multitude. So sometimes one ain't enough. Sometimes you're going to need multiple people that have different perspectives on different things to help you with different things. It's kind of like, you know, you're going to ask a doctor for something else, physical health, potentially, you know, different, you know, there's diagnosis. I'm going to need a doctor or you're going to need a personal trainer. You know, if you're trying to build some muscles. Right. You're going to you know if, if you're trying to like work out things, uh, you know, get a better way of thinking, you should definitely listen to this podcast. because I'm going to help you do that. Right. You know, you know, if you got a business and you need advice on, you know, how to grow it. Yeah, I can help you do that, too. But you, you may want to get some other people to help you do that. You want to make sure you have counselors in your life that just help you get to the next phase, get to the next thing, because, look, you could know your purpose. You could have great intentions. You could be heading forward, man. You know exactly where you're going. And then, the, bam, hardship comes. And the next thing you know, it's like, well, I guess I guess it's not for me. I've heard that many times. I heard that many times. So Solomon just says, look, go get some counselors. But don't just go get one. <laughs> go get a multitude of counselors. Because in a multitude of counselors, your purposes will be Establish. That's it. That's how it goes. So, guys, I appreciate you for joining me for this episode of the Account for Life podcast. I'm Jay Moore. I'm the healthy accountant helping you to account for your life. God bless. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.